Good afternoon, good evening. I am Travis. This is Oscar Mike Radio. It's December 10th, number 217. And I've got a special, like, military holiday story for you. And I'm pleased to be joined by Danielle Rocco, who we have done all kinds of things together. And she's been on my show, and I've been on hers. And I have her son here, Jake Bosserfisk. Did I say that right? Yes, that is right. <sighs> good. And we are on Oscar Mike Radio Mission Flight. Danielle, Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited, Travis. Nervous and excited at the same time. Well, Danielle, you've got two Marines above you. You know, we're, we're trying to do all kinds of stuff to keep you safe. So just, you know, let us, let us, you know, do this together and we'll be all right. All righty. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, Jake, I, I need your help. It, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas time. We just got through Thanksgiving. And I have been trying to tell some people what it's like for guys like you and me to be away for the holidays. And I kind of want to hear your story around that. And then we're going to kind of bring mom into it to kind of get her view on what it's like, you know, having her, you know, my, I, was, I was a Marine, but I was still her baby. And, you know, you're her baby away for the holidays, man. So um, it's different for us, right? When we're not you know, with the family and friends for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember the first Christmas I'd had without my family. And it was, it was a pretty much like a shock to me. Because I woke up and I'm, I usually, you know, wake up and I'm with my brother and my mom's upstairs cooking food. My family's slowly coming down. But when I woke up, I woke up in like a 10 by 10 room, white walls. And I just couldn't feel the like the, the holiday spirit, basically. And I remember, I remember like just talking to my buddies that were like, didn't, I like couldn't go home. Just like, you could just look at them. You can see kind of like how depressed and sad they were being away from home on those holidays. And especially with me, because, uh, I just loved my like my younger siblings and everything like that. Just like seeing them. You actually and, like your siblings? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Once I'm not, you know, terrorizing them, I actually do care about them. <laughs> right. And so, you know, it's funny. I had the same thing where, you know, all the other guys who got leave chits approved, you know, uh, we're doing a couple of things. We're either, you know, doing duty for the guys who want to go home or, or have time off with their family and friends who are close to the base. Or we've got one of those, like, I don't know if you had one of those Charlie Brown type Christmas trees in the, in the common area that we're trying to decorate. And yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We, we've done stuff like that, but it wasn't and, like, we didn't buy, went like buy a tree. We made one right? out of like, it was like some people bought like the beer cans that they had laying right, around yeah. or like, they'd make uh, whatever they had that would just land around, they would try to make a tree out of. And then we'd put like what kind, whatever kind of gifts that we had in our barracks room, we'd put underneath it, write down our name and be like, here, this is for you. And then you just open up and it'd just be like, like a can of like a face paint or something like that. Right, right. Just and try and to bring the cheer around. You're trying to, right? Because you're, you're seeing like mom sends you the picture and it's like, there's this, beautiful tree perfectly decorated and you're like uh, my thought was like how in the world did mom do that every year because my tree sucks 
so, that is so true. <laughs> right, right. So, so Danielle, I mean, you know, Jake is not with you for the holidays for the first time. From a mom's perspective, what was that like? Mm. I I was really sad, and the, all his siblings will be like, "It's because you love Jake the most," and I'm like, ah, "Maybe." Or maybe it's just because he's not here being a pain in my ass. I don't know. Um, but it's, you're a little empty. Even though it's just one child gone. And it's not like, now that all the kids have grown up and are out of the house, it's something different. It feels different when, it was definitely different when he was in the Marines as opposed to, you know, like the youngest is in college and not coming home. It, it was a different feeling for me. It's different. I missed him a lot, a lot. I think I cried a lot, to be honest with you, Jake. Well, my mom didn't handle it too well. Um, she Did put she on a good, cry a lot? She put on a brave face, but saying goodbye was not a pleasant experience. That that did not go over too well. Um, you know, she she knows that you're trying to get off the phone and she doesn't want to get off the phone and then can hear the, the, the sniffles being held back and you realize that she's going to, you know, break into tears the minute she ends up the phone with you. It was not, not her favorite time of the year. And she didn't understand why that Lieutenant and that gunny didn't see that her baby needed to come home. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, I think, I think I pulled, I kept it together. Right, Jake. I don't think I ever cried in front of you. Um, did I? Not like fully cried, but I remember. Well, I remember calling you guys one time, and you like we ended up being on like a FaceTiming, and I could see in your face that like if you didn't, like stop talking to me right there, you were gonna end up like crying and everything. And I, I think that's when you like you was like, oh, I gotta go finish making food, and you went into the kitchen, and you started like cooking again, and I was just I sat there and I I talked to my brother and I said that I was like asking him what was going on over there, and then. I had to leave for something. So, so Jake, what did you do in the Marine Corps? Because I, I wasn't, we didn't deploy overseas in my unit. Uh, we were stationed in Arizona, um, but there were several times where I couldn't go home for the holidays. What was what was your experience like, um, Marine Corps wise? Um, for Marine Corps wise, when I was like sta- uh, still in the states, I would try to make it home. But I remember for a couple of my deployments, I was in Romania and Italy and just, I think being away from like, like out of the States kind of helped it because I was experiencing new cultures. So I kind of had my mind, uh, I was being like distracted and stuff. Right. But when I was in the barracks at night and I knew it was like, Oh, Christmas is tomorrow. That's when it hit me the most. Like, dang, I'm not gonna be able to really call them because the hour difference and I'm not going to have any signal while I'm at. So I couldn't really contact them during those times. And I think that was the worst for me, not being able to at least hear the voices of my family. Right. Right. And, and then for some of us, I mean, you're, you're doing Thanksgiving and, and we're the only country that celebrates Thanksgiving. So for everybody else, it's just another day. So, yep. uh, you know, being deployed near Mexico, um, just another day, you know, uh, Spanish and Mexican restaurants were open, stores were open. It was just another day to them. So it, it was different that way. Um, Christmas 
Christmas was different, right? Because the packages would invariably come. And this is where we found out whose mom really either, not, not, the, not that all moms don't care, but you found out, you know, that some of your fellow brothers, man, didn't have a lot of family support from back home. Yeah. During those times when you were getting packages, you could tell whose family like was going out of the way to make sure that their little boy or their little daughter, whoever was there, was actually comfortable wherever they were, not with their family. So what was it like getting a package from mom, even though you were a half a world away? Oh, I, I loved it. I loved when I got those packages, even even when sometimes there weren't like the things that I want, like when I wanted, but it was things I needed during the time. I remember she sent me some kind of socks. Socks? And yeah, I always get some kind of socks from her. And it was like these thick weather socks. Yeah. And they were better than the ones that I got issued. And I would wear those constantly. See, see, you knew Danielle. Yeah. And then she would send me a. I think I asked her to send me some kind of like maple syrup or something like that. And she did too. Like from like our state. Nice guys. Cause, cause like Mrs. Butterworth isn't real syrup, is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's completely different. So for me, man, I mean, you're sitting there, right. And the packages would come and in my battery, the buddies knew whose mom brought it and whose mom didn't. And all of a sudden, man, you'd be opening this thing and you'd have guys who's, they didn't get so much as a card. You could tell that, you know, family life was really like lonely for them. And I didn't know what to do, to be honest with you. I'm like, well, this is, this is my stuff sent for me. But, you know, if it was cookies or whatever, you know, you share and share alike. And, and I think for me, one of the best times is seeing somebody else smile and share my mom's good stuff. My mom liked that, by the way, when I told her I shared, she's like, I raised you right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> those are mine. <laughs> but um, it, it made the holidays better. It made the holidays better. And, and, and some of my best friends, you know, from the Marine Corps were those guys who we sat around the, dude, it was, it was, it was, a, what it was, it was a broomstick. It was a mop. We took a mop and then tied like coat hangers to it and then strung uh, lights and tassel over it. it. It was bad. The WMs, the women Marines, now they had it down. They're the ones who went out to the store and got the real tree and they had the PX gold. They had it right. We, we, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I remember making that, the first tree and it was just like whatever I could get my hands on to make it right. look like a tree was okay with me at that time. As long as I kind of had some kind of holiday spirit going on, then that That's was important. fine with me. Now, did you guys ever, did you ever have the talented like guitar player ever sing Christmas carols or whatever? Um, we didn't have a guy that was like super talented, but he could play a couple chords, but we didn't really, really sing any Christmas songs, but we had one dude that was like, fabulous at doing art oh, yeah? and he would go around like making like the baubles and everything no kidding and uh he made like the star and stuff out of like paper and like crocheting it and stuff so that was interesting i can't remember we had a we had like a is either a staff sergeant or a gunny um go around and he wanted to have like we so in, in my in my mos we had you know each each battery had two firing platoons each firing platoon had two firing sections and so you know he knew what it was like so he made us get together and do a, a contest to 
see which which firing station can sing the best Christmas carols. Stupid stuff like that. That at the time it's like, you know, why is Gunny doing? Why does he even care? That you realize is kind of really important then. So the the cool thing is, one year we had a new battalion um, CO, and he had uh, a battalion Christmas party. Uh, it was, Christmas was on like a Friday or a Thursday, so he shut down everything Wednesday. And we're in Arizona, man, out there in our T-shirts. And, of course, we had to do a run. Yeah. Nothing like a fun run, right, Jake? Oh, man. Huh? I hear those. Well, they're supposed to be fun motor runs, right? Yeah, they're supposed to be until the guy who's leading it doesn't stop. When he says, oh, we're going to go for a nice little like five-mile run. And then he goes, oh, we're going to keep on going. And it's like ends up being 15. Right. Right. We're just we're just going to go around P111. That's where we did our main training. It's a three-mile loop, coincidentally. And, you know, I didn't hear you guys sound off. So we're going to go for another three miles. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I gave you something. <laughs> So we, we did a fun run, which wasn't fun, as we both agree, it sucks. And then we had barbecue. And, and you know, I don't know about you, man. It's nice being able to wear a T-shirt in December when a lot of your family's freezing in other parts of the country. Yeah. So that, that was fun for me. And then the best thing I did is we took a couple pictures, and I sent my mom a picture of, of us doing the, 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 the Santa contest. And that made her real happy. Did you ever send pictures back to your mom? Um, no, I think the only photos that she got were like of my one, the, the photos that my friends took, and then they shared it on my like Facebook or my Instagram, and that's where she would see. I'm not. I didn't really took. I never like really took that many photos when I was in. Boy, well, that's a two edged sword, right? Yeah, it, I, I now. <laughs> now that I'm out, I, I wish I took a lot more photos or actually like saved the photos. So my mom sent me, and I remember it was a Fuji, like 35 millimeter camera. And I took no kidding, Jake, I took like a thousand photos. And those are now some of my most valued possessions. But then I learned the hard way that you, you, you gotta be careful with what you share with mom because yes. You're out. I'm out in the desert, right? And I have the. I had. So we we were doing, um, just like every Marine's a rifleman, right? I had the 240. I'm crewing the 240, and I had come in, and she's like, "You're all dirty." I'm like, "Yeah, mom. I mean, you know, I I was helping a machine gun for 12 hours. What do you expect? Well, what do you mean?" She's like, I, "We did it at night. You haven't showered yet." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> not exactly." <laughs> so I learned. Probably like you did, you got to be careful. I mean, you got to be careful. So, Danielle, you're listening to all this. What's, what's going through your mind right now? Okay, so I'm thinking you were nicer to your mom because this is like, I remember seeing photos of Jacob. I'm like, I, I remember this. I think it scarred me, Jake. It definitely scarred your knees. So we're in the grocery store and, and she was missing you, Talia was little then um uh, my brother's daughter and i'm like let's look at jake's instagram page it'll be fine so we're like oh look it's a video it's a video of jake being tased like when he had to get that <laughs> and she starts screaming in the grocery store and 
crying because it was awful. And I had to call my brother and be like, so I think, I think your daughter is going to be scarred for life and have nightmares. And he's like, Danielle, why would you do that? I was like, well, I didn't know Jake would put something like that on Instagram. Like, I thought it was going to be a cute video of him and the Marines. Ignorant, ignorant Marine mom here, right here. Or the video, I should have learned then not to click on any videos of him being like punched. Like, apparently you guys <laughs> do this for fun to see how hard you can punch each other in the face. Nothing a mom wants to do. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, Jake, I don't know about you. That's all part of the game, right? Yeah, at least where I was. Uh, right? But it's addicting. I kept poke. I kept, I saw a video and I still clicked on it and watched it. <laughs> I was like, it was awful. It was like a train wreck of Marine Mom. And, so, but then I was like, God, my son's kind of badass. Well, a little bit yeah, of that, too. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're still my baby, though. I'm like, okay, there's just. Some things we're not going to share right now. Yeah. So Danielle, how did you know, for instance, I mean, this is, this is the weird thing. Like, like mom would send the, the right thing at the right time for the right holiday. How did you know that he needed the right cold weather socks? I mean, how does that go through your mind or, you know, what's, what goes into your mind when you, when you pack a package for your, well, your... socks are kind of my thing. He you always get socks, right? Jake, like every holiday. Yeah, I always get He's got pretty good, cool sock collection, you know, and, and then some are practical, like thick and, you know, I, I need to keep his feet nice because that's what keeps the rest of his body up. And then some are fun, you know, they're like lots of colors and I don't even know what kind of socks he has on now. Probably not once I got him, but so that was always my signature, my signature gift to him was, sorry, it was socks was socks and laundry soap which i found out i think i yelled at you jake one time because you're like yeah we stopped sending laundry soap i have so much of it i'm like well do you do laundry because i don't think i'm sending it a lot but apparently you, you took um the pods and they had a fight in the barracks with them and i did yell at you really? for wasting <laughs> them. i was like you wasted that good laundry soap you can do yeah, I remember you, can, that. you can do pod fights with laundry soap in the barracks that must have been epic yeah, we're not. To, we weren't allowed to, but it was one but, of those things where, well, like, we had like a, a mandatory fun day, and we all like started drinking early, and I, I was like still like new, so you know they would mess with you and everything like that, and I I don't know what, what led up to it. I think someone said something, and I got and like one person threw it, and then I just took like a handful of my paws and I whipped them at them, and it just ended up happening. Just just like that. Yeah. As long as you got the cleanup done before the duty NCO and lieutenant came on deck, you were fine. I think it, I think it happened on one of those days where we were actually like supposed to clean. Too. Oh, okay. Well, then. So like when they came in, it just looked like we were just, you know, just throwing soap everywhere to clean. So we were <laughs> fine. Who, hey, Jake, who says Marines aren't smart? Right? Yeah, no, we're smart in different ways. Exactly. Exactly. Adapting, overcoming. Adapting, overcoming. So, you know, we're, we're getting to the holidays. Christmas Day comes. You know, I, I the people I felt the sorriest for, man, were, 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 were the, the guys working the chow hall. The poor cooks who had to cook, you know, something for Christmas and be on duty the entire day. I mean, I mean, 
and going to chow hall to have like thanksgiving christmas dinner was that was kind of a bummer for me man i don't know about you yeah no the you know you go there for thanksgiving food or christmas food or whatever kind of holiday you're going to be there celebrating and when you get there you're thinking oh i'm gonna have some good chicken some good turkey some good mashed potatoes and you get there you're just like this is like prison food kind of you know the chicken was always dry the, yes. the turkey wasn't good the mashed yes. potatoes wasn't fully mixed so there was still some kind of powder in it nothing like getting a nice big dry lump of mashed potatoes in your mashed yeah. potatoes right jake yeah, yeah. no it's, it's either that or powdered eggs it was big they could never really cook it right well a lot of us would try to um because we, we couldn't have microwaves or, or stove top ovens in our room I mean, we, we went so far as to snag some MREs one time. But so, I mean, because the bag nasties, like the bag lunches and breakfast we gave you were, were, were the next best thing, honestly, because you knew they had to use like, you know, real eggs, real bacon for that stuff where, yep. where, where the other chow halls. And then just out of curiosity, just a little off topic, have you, have you ever been to an Air Force or Navy chow hall? Um, not an, uh, neither of those, but I've been to an Army chow hall yeah what was that like for you so i i went to the one in italy and it was a completely different experience to be honest with you like they actually had like real like eggs they actually had like a place where they can make omelets for you so i was getting like omelets freshly made i was getting like hash browns that was kind of freshly made and then they had like different they actually had like orange juice um apple juice they had like a crap load of varieties where i went when i was just like dang back home i would get powdered eggs or some kind of like soupy um boiled egg you know it was it was always like half ass and then he went to this army base like dang i'm at the ritz i went to um an air force base in california to pick up some marines and we were shocked this is absolutely a shocking experience um, they they definitely uh, roll differently than we do. That's for certain. Yeah. So, but it's the holidays, and there's some people that are probably like like you and I both were at one time in our lives who aren't going to be, you know, home for Christmas. And I'm just curious. You know, we'll start with Danielle because you've been kind of like quiet during this time, Danielle. It's it's not bad, but it's just different. <laughs> Um, I'm not used to my like <laughs> no 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 it's all in love right it's all in love right <laughs> always um you know as a mom who's been through this what would you share with another mother whose son or daughter is deployed right now and they're not home you know i think it's enjoying the little times without making them feel bad that they're not there like I never wanted Jake I never wanted Jake to see me super sad or missing him because I felt like it would be harder and I'm sure like he said he can I mean he's my son so he can read my my emotions in my face but I just always wanted to make him know that he was loved and we were proud of him I never wanted him to hang up and feel like that mother guilt was on him. Now, I don't know if that happened or not, but that was my goal at least, was him to just know that he was loved, he was missed, but we are so proud. 
and we wouldn't change it for anything. And when we see you, we see you and we'll love you, you know, whatever. That's my biggest um, advice. I'm not sure how well I did it, but that was my hope. And I think that we should do that because our sons and daughters have enough going on. They don't need to feel bad that they're away from us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know Jake, you know, uh, getting to know your mom as I have and getting to know you uh, in the brief time we've had, I'm, I'm kind of curious, man. Um, how do you, what's it feel like to you or what's it, what's, what do you think about when you see your mom advocating for other, other veterans through her, you know, coaching and devoted to a soldier outreach? What's, What's that mean to you as someone who's served? Oh, no, I'm extremely proud. I tell people ask me uh, like all the time what my mom does. And I told them she helps vets all the time. And I have a, I have a friend up here who's a, who's a vet. And he said, that's a, like fantastic that your mom just like jumped into that and just started, you know, helping other vets that are struggling. And I actually gave him my mom's book to read. And he loved it. It's a great he, book, man. It's a great book. I, I really yeah, got a no. lot of it. You know, fantastic. Uh, and that's the thing, right, man? I mean, I think, I think, you know, Jake, that there, there's moms have that perspective. Like, like I didn't really understand what my mom was going through until you know after I got out, and she started telling me how she felt because, kind of like you know, you Danielle, she didn't want me feeling bad that you know I was away from her and the family and she couldn't <laughs> again the only time she really got irritated was when that i'm going to go down there and tell that gunning that lieutenant I'm like mom please please don't call yeah. don't, don't don't do that please my I, my first sergeant likes me today so let's not do that but you, you know there's there, what i'm trying to say is there's there's a bond you have with your son and there's a way that you can you know advocate for us even after uh, we served, I think is uh, significant. Well, I always say there's like certain things in my life that were trans, trans like they changed me forever. One was having Jacob when I was 16, totally changed me forever. Jacob, I'd like, I think I've told you this, Travis. I don't know how he's alive. I don't know how he became such a great man. Like that was pure God. Cause I, there was a lot of chaos that was happening. Um, during his life and then it, it changed me when he you know became a marine through that whole that whole thing you can't take those things back well for me seeing you know meeting you jake today and then you know knowing your mother the way i know her you know today's a really special day for me because you know what you serve our country and you bring that to other areas of your life and now she's serving us and that's having a domino effect in other people's lives. And so I think it goes back to the theme for a lot of people on holidays where it's, it's better to give than receive. That's the lesson I, I'm, I'm, I've learned from, from your mom. That, that's what I would tell you if, if we had never met in this, this uh, context. So, um, you know, Merry Christmas. Y'all started along 27 years ago, Jacob. Yeah, it's a long road. Well, you got some good stuff coming up. Uh, I definitely hope to uh, have you back on and talk about that when you when you get all that going. I don't want to give anything away now, but folks, he's got some really cool plans uh, for the future. COVID nineteen, notwithstanding, that's the thing, man. Um, it's COVID nineteen, and like a lot of veterans that I've talked to in the last six months, 
our community is saying, you know, COVID-19, forget it. I'm going to forge ahead with what I'm trying to do. And I, I don't hear that a whole lot in the civilian population, but I see that a lot in the veteran population. I mean, I'm just curious, what do you think that is about us that allows us to do that versus other people? Um, I think it's the training. And then after that, it's just the experience of being in that, you know, constant hardship, dealing over with struggle all the time. So when we got out, it's just these little, little hiccups that are like road bumps for people are just little, you know, nothing for us. It's like a little bump on the shoulder, just push through. I can't let this stop me. I got plans. Right. Simper Gumby embraces suck. Right. Just embrace the suck, man. It's going to suck. Don't let it stop you. You can't stop. It, it, it's it's one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. So you were a Paris Island Marine, right? Yes. Uh, San Diego, but still no, 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 no. Uh... You can still love each other. You guys can well, still I, love I, each other. Of course other. I love him. Of course <laughs> I love him. Oh, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's completely different experience from one. You guys got the hills up there and I got the the sand, the gators, the, sands the, the, and the sand fleas and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I mean, one of my buddies said, yeah, some, some, some guy at Paris on, this is years ago, got bit by a rattlesnake. I'm like, that must've gone over well with mom. <laughs> well, the thing is, Danielle, real quick is out in, out in Cali, when we were in um, Camp Pendleton, we were told if a snake comes up to you that to let it bite you, you can't kill the snake because the snake's government property. And, and that's, that's a, mm-hmm. it's a crime. Yeah. So, so let the snake bite you first and then call your drill instructor and he will take care of you for real. That's what we were told. You can't kill a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Anything on the bases are technically government property. They were told us the same thing about uh, like the gators and North Carolina uh, on Paris Island and everything like that. It was like, Hey, if there's a gator, you got to get away, but you can't kill it and, sh- and stuff like that. Look, look at your mom's eyes right now. <laughs> look at your mom's eyes, Jake. They're like, what? <laughs> oh my God. That's that, that, that was worth the price of admission right there, Jake. High five, bro. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is why he never told me really any story, anything. Like when I told you, Travis, I said, hey, somebody, somebody have a few words. Like if you don't ask him directly, he's not going to answer it. And then I'd be like, why did you tell me? And he's like, well, you didn't ask. I'm like, I didn't know to ask that question. Like <laughs> no one would know to ask these questions. Because we've like, been oh, tra- right. It's been beaten into your son and I that you don't, you just answer the question only and do not provide any more context. Yeah, I mean, Danielle, you have done that with me. You're like, why didn't you tell me about that? Why didn't you expand on that? Well, you, you really didn't ask me, so I'm just sorry. I even do that with my with my job now. Is that people ask me questions and I will give them the bare minimum answer, and then and then my boss would come over and ask me the same question. It's like, you know, we kind of need this information from you. I was like, oh, sorry. You just <laughs> yeah. gotta ask me the right question. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll give you the right answer. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't we don't want to give too much. That causes no. problems. More but I work. like to know things. I'm nosy. I want to know the innards of what you're thinking and why. And I want to know if you're deployed and you get glasses. I don't want to show up you walking to me <laughs> when I'm welcoming you home and being like, Oh, look at that's a cute guy. I hope he has a family coming. Oh, you know, it's and it's you. I didn't even know it was you because you had glasses. And his question was 
his response was, well, you didn't ask if I got glasses, mom. Well, it wasn't part of the, you know, I can totally understand why you wouldn't say anything, Jake. Like I totally get it. I mean, Danielle, you've dealt with that with me. You've asked me questions and it's like, wait a minute, I, Travis, I didn't get what I wanted from you. Why? It's just, Hey man, it's just, it's not personal. Right. Jake? Yeah, no, it's not. It's just, just the way we are. It happens. It's the way we are. And you love us anyway, don't you? I do. I didn't want to kill you, but I love you. (laughs) There you go. And Lee, Jake, have you heard the lead with love? Mm, no oh really i've i've gotten the lead with love talk several times on the plane to nashville <laughs> lead with love so that's a different that's we'll, we'll talk about that next time but um <laughs> no jacob when i when i talk with love with jacob about i said listen if you can't bring her home to me do not even waste your time with her that is that is my version of lead with love with jacob okay well you know <laughs> next yeah, time no. jake we'll talk every about time that. she tells me that if I can't bring her home, or if I don't feel comfortable, then don't even don't even bring her. Well, I mean, your mom is a wise woman, and I've learned the hard way to just take her advice straight up. And yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you right here, bro. <laughs> so, this is just one of those times doing this that I really have a great time where I don't have to really you know, don't really want to, you know, go negative and I can have a really uplifting thing because this time of year is hard for people. It's hard for veterans who have served, who weren't close to their family. It was hard for guys who are in. And as you said, Jake, there's a lot of guys who are in who don't, who are, who are lucky to get a Christmas card from somebody who allegedly cares about them. Yeah. And, And they have to watch mail call with everybody getting their stuff and they get nothing. Yeah, I had a couple friends that were like that. And anytime I got anything like big from her and things that I obviously wanted, I kept, but I would share with them because you can tell like doing those roll calls when they got mail, people getting big packages, you can just see it in their face like, dang, why am I even here right now? Let's just go back to my room because I'm not going to get anything. No, it it, it was sad. So, I mean, that's, you you know, share and share alike. And, you know, look look at the look on their face made it all worth it. It, it Yes, it does. Certainly did. Well, I would definitely like to have you two back on, maybe during a, a Reverend Warriors hike, maybe when we uh, you know, get to see your, your future going and, and the way you want to do. I don't want to give it away because it's so cool that you know, it, it's got to, I, I want to incubate, but it's, it's really been great having you on to kind of get me in the holiday spirit today because uh, you know, sometimes it's hard, man. Oh, it's definitely hard. And thanks for having me. This is uh, very interesting. This is the first time I did something like this. And I love how it's about like how dealing with vets and especially people who went in dealing with holidays that don't have the, that family, you know, mentality where they are close to their family and just dealing with it. Well, it's really cool. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to close with this. Danielle, have you learned anything about the Marine mind that you didn't know before today? Well, I loved listening to the stories and the interchange, the interchange between you guys, especially before I know I came on, I didn't even say anything. I just, I just listened because when I talk to my son, it's like a mom, even though he's going to be 27 coming up here, like I'm, a, I'm his mom. I'm always going to be his mom. I'm never going to be his best friend. I think we have, this, we do have these talks to Jacob, I'm your mother. I am not your friend. You will listen to me. 
and just do what I say, just shut your mouth. <laughs> that is it. So to hear him talk as a man and be, you know, talk with another Marine and go back and forth, it, um, it gives me a different perspective of him as a man instead of Jacob as my son. He's still your baby, isn't he? He is. He always will be. Awesome. awesome. Back with it, Jake. Sorry. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, uh, listen, folks, uh, Danielle has her book devoted to a soldier. She also has her daily dose with Danny. Um, I'm not going to ask your question, but um, I am going to tell you that today has me feeling especially savage as we approach the holidays. Like, I'm not going to be down. These, these are, Jake, this is the kind of a story that kind of like, you know, lifts my spirits when we have all this negativity going on in life and in the world and, you know, helps me believe that, you know, Santa Claus is real in a way. Yeah, there's little miracles working around every corner if you just got to look. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, folks, I'm going to have the link to Danny's uh, show and her book in the post. Uh, Jake has some cool stuff going on in 2020. Perhaps he'll come back on and share that with us. We will see. Uh, Danielle and I have a busy 2020 first quarter coming up. It's going to be savage. It is, Coach. And I'm going to close with this. Just Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This is 217 closing down. The mission is in flight.